Hey, what's up guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. This post caused an absolute shitstorm, and I'm still kind of trying to. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Um, last week, I made a I made a tweet that went super super viral. Did not expect it to. Um, it wasn't a. It wasn't. A, it was not one of those posts that I put a lot of thought into. It wasn't something. It wasn't like my magnum opus or anything like that. And sometimes that's how these things go when it comes to like going viral. Is it's not. It's almost never the thing that you think is going to be. But for whatever reason, this one really hit a tone with people, and it attracted two types. Two types of individuals. One who um, the vast majority, thankfully, were like, "Yes, this is awesome. This brought me a lot, a lot of value," and people understood the intent behind the message. And then there was the other group of people who very much did not appreciate the post and could not quite understand the the message that was trying to be purveyed. And that's on me. I should have done better. But um, I want to share that post with you because um, I think there's a lot of value in, in, in how we think about spending our money. That's specifically what this is. The name of the post was expensive shit that's worth every single penny. Now, the things that I listed on this post were intentionally expensive. They were things that cost a lot of money. And depending on where you are in your journey, you might not be able to afford them. In fact, it's only been in recent years that I've been able to afford a lot of these things. So I understand that I'm not saying that this is for everybody. I'm saying that this is maybe something to aspire to and maybe scratch that. This isn't even necessarily something to aspire to. If you're trying to live your life in a particular way, then sure, this is the the thing. These are things to aspire to. But the caveat here is this is for people who view the value of their time as being the most precious thing and they want to maximize that. Whereas a lot of people they want to maximize for other things like comfort or convenience and I totally understand that but this is not for those people. This is for people who are trying to squeeze as much juice out of themselves as possible. I'm not saying like hustle porn culture type of like ah, I've got to be the best and like um, get every ounce of potential out of myself. It's not that. It's just saying I want to free up my time so I can spend my time where I want, with who I want, when I want to, on the things that I want to. And these things I found to be very, very helpful on that on that path. And so the list includes a personal assistant. So th this is the list of expensive shit that's worth every single penny. A personal assistant, which I get. That's that's probably one of the most, that's probably the most expensive one on this list. And yet it's also the one that has like the potentially the highest ROI. For myself, it wasn't until very, very recently in the last few years that I got a personal assistant. And what I, what I found was that they're not as expensive as you think, especially because a lot of the things that you rely on a personal assistant for, you could outsource to a VA, somebody working internationally. My uh, assistant is in the Philippines. And so you you don't need to have them present living in your building or in your office every single day for them to be very, very helpful and take a lot of the, the things off of your plate that are not good high uses of your time. And that frees you up to then spend your time on the things that are very high, are high value. And I'm not saying that, that you're only spending your time on the things that make you money. I'm saying maybe they're freeing up your time so you can spend it more with your kids, or your family, or like going on trips and like pursuing the things that like fill you with, with, joy in life. But I found that a personal assistant can be a very, very powerful tool. Um, and it's more affordable than I think a lot of people realize. 
for myself, um, I, well, not for myself, I don't want to talk about um, that side of things, but I think if for most people, you could probably do with a part-time personal assistant and you could be paying, I don't know, anywhere, depending on if they wanted them local versus you're working internationally, you could be paying anywhere between like 10 and 25, $30 an hour, depending, um, depending, right? Like that's not that bad for a lot of people, especially if you're, if you're hourly wage is say $50 an hour and you can afford to pay somebody 15, like that leaves a whole lot of Delta for you to, you know, keep working and spend that time better. So personal assistant is number one expensive thing that's worth every single penny. Number two is a meal prep service or a chef. Now this one got a lot of flack because people are like, like you're, you're crazy. Um, if you think that like, uh, this, that, that one is, can be very expensive. I was surprised a few months ago, Jamie and I, we started researching meal prep uh, services and personal chefs. Like, what would it cost to have somebody come do all the grocery shopping, come in and cook and create all the meals for us for the week? And I was blown away. It was actually a lot cheaper than I thought it would be. Not to say that it's cheap by any means, but if you look at how much you spend on groceries or eating out per month, it, for a lot of people, that's that's nearly a thousand dollars a month. And and uh, you can get by with. Um, you know, a meal prep service that's you know, 600, 700, $800 a month, which is about what you would pay for groceries and eating out. And so if you can just kind of change your approach to this, but the real value of the meal prep is that one, it makes it easier to eat healthy consistently. And two, it frees up all the time that you'd be wasting going grocery shopping or cleaning dishes or preparing the meals. And that I think is worth every single penny. Next is house cleaning. Now we hired a cleaning service to come to our house twice a month that's a couple hundred bucks each time. Totally worth it because now I don't have to worry about doing like the deep clean every couple of weeks. I can just like live between cleanings and then the, in the in the interim, I just do we just do little spot cleanings and I find that to be very very valuable because I don't enjoy cleaning the house neither does Jamie and so why spend our time doing things that we don't like when we can just spend a couple hundred dollars have somebody come do it for us. We live in a nice clean home and I, I believe that a you know a clean home. Um, or what do they say? Messy house, messy mind. And I find this one to be very, very valuable. Um, and again, it's all about maximizing for freedom of time and maximizing for freedom of thought. I think not having to take mental bandwidth and put it towards what am I going to eat or how, when am I going to clean or like all these things. I think that's very, very valuable. Next up is the personal trainer. A personal trainer, I, I started working with one about a year ago and it's been very helpful for me because, not because I don't know what to do or I don't have the ability to hold myself accountable, but just because it's it's having that next layer of accountability and having it just a little bit easier to have my workout program, to go into the gym and know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So again, it frees up cognitive bandwidth. It's, on, it's stuff that I don't have to think about. I don't have to put any energy into it. I just take the workout, I go and I do it and then I report back. And so those two things, just cognitive bandwidth, freeing it up, and then just that little layer, layer of accountability I find massively helpful, like in terms of getting me to pursue my goals um, with just that little bit more fervor. And so personal trainer, and they're not that expensive in the grand scheme of things. Um, I think you could probably, you know, if you were gonna, you don't need them. My, my personal trainer is not local to me. We have a phone call once a week. He puts together all my programming. He sends it over to me and I just go into the gym and I do it. And so you could do the same thing. That could be a couple hundred dollars a month that you pay somebody to do that. It's not very much at all. The next one, next two actually, um, on this list of expensive shit that's totally worth every penny. It got a lot of pushback. People, people are like really lit into me on these two. Uh, one is tailored clothing and the other is a personal stylist. Now, 
The personal stylus is a funny one because this is not a recurring charge. I spent like $300 for like a two hour consult with somebody one time for them just to help me understand my aesthetic and how I can like work with my features and the, the styles that I like so that I can I can look good, I can feel confident in my skin um, without you know needing to spend billions of dollars of having somebody put together my wardrobe. And so a lot of people push back on this. And what I find really interesting is the majority of people who push back on the idea of hiring somebody to help them with their wardrobe and their style, they, they fell into almost across the board. I would go and I'd look at each one of their profiles. I'd look at their Instagram across the board. The people who are like, Oh, this guy doesn't even know how to dress himself. Or, um, if you have to tell if somebody else has to like, um, put together your style, then you have no style. I got that stuff. I got those comments a lot. It's crazy. When I go and I look at these people's Instagrams or I look at their accounts, these are people wearing like, they look like children the way that they dress and they don't even realize it. And I think it, people don't realize that based on how you dress is how people will treat you. So if you dress like a middle manager who works in a cubicle all day, that's how people are going to treat you. If you dress like a child wearing graphic t-shirts that don't fit and khaki beige uh, cargo shorts that are too big, like people are going to treat you and they're not going to treat you serious. That's just how it is. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it is what it is. So I just found it really funny that a lot of the people who say they don't need, a, they, they know how to dress themselves, they have great style, are actually the people I think that has some of the worst style. So just interesting correlation, maybe the Dunning-Kruger effect in real time. Now the tailored clothing, this one got a little bit of slack, uh, uh, flack because people thought I was saying like go and spending tens of thousands of dollars on custom bespoke clothing and that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is buying clothes off the rack, not super expensive clothes, but nice clothes, maybe that... Um, are made of good materials and put together well. And then just taking those clothes to a tailor to have them tailored to you, to your specific body needs. And that's not super expensive. Like for an article of clothing, on average, you're gonna spend maybe 20, 30 bucks to like bring in the sides, hem it a little bit, make sure that you don't have like the pants too long or the shoulders sit just right on your shirt, all those things. It's like 20, 30 bucks per article of clothing. Most guys only own 25 articles of clothing. So right there, you're talking about like five, $600 for, a, for your wardrobe. And the result is that your clothes are gonna fit better. You're gonna feel better as a result and you're gonna look damn good. And it's just an easy way to elevate your style in a way that doesn't cost a ton of money. But it is on this list of expensive shit because when I think about expensive shit, like how I talked about it here, is that these are things that you don't need, but they sure are nice to have because they sure do help. Um, so I'm not saying they're like, get rid of all your basic necessities, but these are, these are definitely helpful. So. The next thing on the list uh, was an eight sleep mattress. This is something that we, Jamie and I bought about a year and a half ago, and it's just a cooling mattress. It's a mattress that keeps you cool at night so that it regulates your body temperature. You don't get hot and sweaty, and then it works with your circadian rhythm so that your body temperature stays cool throughout the night, and then it starts to wake you up in the morning. Honestly, it's my favorite, it's the favorite thing I own. I sleep fantastically because of that thing, and it's expensive. I'm not gonna sugarcoat that one. It's a couple thousand dollars, but you could take it out on financing terms with a firm for 0% for like 12 months. And so you end up making like $80 payments or something like that per month. That's not too bad. But at the end of the day, when I look at my the price of like, what's the price of a good night's sleep? I say, there there is no price that's too high for me to pay that. Like a good night's sleep is everything. When I sleep well, life changes for the better. The last one on this list is potentially the reason the whole thing went viral in the first place. I never knew people had such a strong uh, love and hatred 
for Dyson vacuum cleaners. I put Dyson on here because Jamie and I, we bought a Dyson a couple of years ago. We have two cats and a dog that they, they shed like you wouldn't believe. And we bought a cordless Dyson vacuum cleaner a couple of years ago that changed our life because now we can easily spot clean and get the fur balls and it changed, it, it was a game changer for us. We love that vacuum. So I put it on here. Almost as like kind of a throwaway joke because I was like a vacuum cleaner, like expensive shit worth spending money on a vacuum cleaner. Turns out there are two camps of people. There are people who love their Dyson and there are people who freaking hate Dyson. Everybody it seemed like had a strong opinion on vacuum cleaners. At the end of the day, I don't care. I don't care about the brand. I This wasn't really like a pitch for Dyson. This was just a pitch for having a good, easily accessible vacuum cleaner that you can spot clean with. I don't know. Like there's something about it that has just made our life really good, uh, way better it, it, for such a small investment. And so I wanted to share it because it seemed like it just, I don't know, it's, it's frivolous. And yet people went bonkers for that one. I don't know why. But as a result, this post got... It just went super viral in a way that I've, I, it's my most viral tweet of all time. And part of me hates that reality, but it is what it is. So hopefully this brings you guys a little bit of value. Um, maybe a new way to think about things that you're spending money on. And uh, again, this isn't like go out and buy these things tomorrow. Don't get rid of the base needs or anything like that, but start layering these in over time. And uh, I think you will notice a qualitative improvement in the output of your life. Um, if that's what you want. If it's not, then no, keep doing what you're doing. So that's going to do it for me, folks. I will see you back around these parts tomorrow. Until then, stay hyper-focused. Hey, real quick, guys. You already know I don't run any ads on this because I want to keep it like a really awesome listening experience for you. But I do have an ask. I'd love it if you could just help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs, creatives, and high performers just make more money with less stress and more fulfillment. So the best way that you can help me do that is by reading, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. Like the single thing I ask of you is please just take 10 seconds to drop a review. Seriously, it would, it would mean the world to me. And more importantly, it may just help change somebody's life. So thank you. And let's get to the show.